Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. This is episode number 19, and today we talk a little bit opening about the eclipse that's on the horizon, literally just a couple of hours away, and the gratefulness that both of us are feeling <laughs> for not making the improvised decision to drive down to Carbondale, Illinois. We then transition into uh, whether or not we view the worthiness of life in all of God's creations. And let me say by that, it extends to- we, from... We totally do, with the exception of one or two. We'll, we'll just say, insects, watch your backs. Yeah. Uh, and then it's really funny because we get a little glimpse onto Rick's opinion of bars <laughs> and kind of the night scene and social, socializing. Social dynamics at the bar scene. Totally. In case you didn't know, Ricks and I have completely contrasting opinions. Yeah, and we'll leave it to you to figure out <laughs> <laughs> who, who's who. I think they're great, Ricks, not so much. But we do talk a little bit about kind of like the science going in, like our mentality, at least my mentality. It's pretty interesting, so give it a listen. Uh, episode number 19, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> So, you how do you feel right now having successfully talked me out of going to Carbondale? Dude, man, there is nothing like the liberation of realizing that you have an extra free day that you have. <laughs> Cuz I really I in my head I was like I am losing 16 hours to drive to Carbondale, Illinois, which is supposed to be a five-hour drive, right. but it's inevitably you, going to turn into a 10-hour drive on the way there or back, one of those, and then an eight-hour drive the other way just because everyone in the world is going to be heading to Carbondale. I thought you were going to say I was losing sleep just thinking about, like, driving down there with me. No, I was not losing sleep over <laughs> I was just – I was like, okay, you know what? Well, and then the more I was thinking about it, too, the more I realized I didn't have any information from you. I know. And it's like, there's no way that he's just planning on waking up and driving. Like, he's got to have a plan. I was surprised that you agreed to this, but yeah, it was it it was a great idea. It It is a great idea. I'm not saying it you is don't a have great, great idea. ideas. Um, you have a lot of great ideas. It's just the, the follow-through. Yeah. It's like, you can tee off great or whatever, whatever the golf metaphor. I have a really poor... It was really funny knowledge. that, because when you were asking me on the phone today, like, yeah, talk over logistics, and I was like, oh, okay. And then you mentioned it, like, or when you texted me, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about that, talk about this. And then when I called you, and then I was like, okay. And then when we talked on the phone again, I was like, oh, he... He knows that I know I don't have a plan, <laughs> that my plan consists yeah. of waking up early and driving there. Which how, That is my plan. How could you possibly <laughs> envision that would turn out in any scenario? This is, this is, let like, me tell you exactly what's going on, what was going on in my head, all right? And you can fill in the space, okay? okay? So I, I account, this is how I accounted for traffic, leaving earlier than usual. I was prepared to leave at 3 a.m. Yes. Okay? Yes. Does that sound logical so far? I can follow you, yeah. All right. Um, ideally, you would get there at around 8 a.m. Now, I don't know what traffic's going to be like. It, it could be, I don't, you know, we could get there later. Um, <laughs> I Keep going. All right. So my plan was to <laughs> leave it. My plan was right to now. leave at yeah. 3 a.m. We'd get there 
and uh, just find a spot to hang out and just wait until. <laughs> oh and just my yeah, and God, just dude. and just wait this, for the eclipse and just hang out with the video camera and. This seriously hopefully, could have been. Hopefully, hopefully, run across someone that's selling glasses, and yeah, uh, yeah, you know <laughs> we don't even have glasses either. What? And I'm, I'm seeing news reports, and this is where my brain starts turning. Is I'm listening to all these news reports <laughs> saying the world has sold out of eclipse glasses, and it's like, yeah, do we have eclipse glasses? I don't think so, Victor. You're the one no. who's spearheading this endeavor. I can't believe I I still cannot believe this was not brought to my attention until. Less than until about five days ago, I had no idea this was happening. How could you not have I known don't know. Eclipse was going to happen. People have been talking about it for weeks. I did not know this until, until probably it tr- yeah. trending on Twitter. I'm sure no until fuck um, Jerry or <laughs> Screw Curly Jerry, or something like that. What did you say, Screw Curly? Screw Curly. No, Jerry News. Fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry is the memes. Oh, okay. Jerry News is the legitimate is le- the legitimate news. Oh. Um, I actually don't remember where or how I came about it. It was probably on social media. Um, and that's probably how I found Man, out. And you really don't follow contemporary events, do you? I oh. count on you for contemporary <laughs> yeah. events. Oh, man. Like the other day when I was like, so what's happened in Spain? Oh, a van ran into some people. Yeah, I know that, but like, what, like give me the details. That's what I count yeah. on you for details. Uh, um, it was funny because I, I had uh, talked with uh, – just to sidetrack, I talked with uh, my mom for a little bit earlier. What? You always do I was getting my stuff. water. But no one ever knows what's going on until you bring it up about what's going I on. I know. I do a horrible job of being inconspicuous. But I also do a horrible I, job speaking loudly into your microphone. No, it looks the it looks pretty darn good right now. I mean – Right, okay. Whatever. No, I'll I'll lean I'll lean in. Get in there. Get get in there. Uh, anyway, she had referenced something to the extent of it seems like people who don't know what's going on in the world are just happier in general. And I feel like yeah, that's a pretty consistent statement with the experience bliss. that that I've known is like the people who know less tend to be a little more happy. Or care, I would carefree like, or just like take life as like, – But just because I don't know what's going on all the time doesn't mean I don't want to know what's going on. I'd love to know like but all the – But I think the, that it would make you but, pretty unhappy. But the thing is like I also do not care to spend the time uh, – like how many hours a week do you spend um, on, the, in this material? on the internet uh, like verifying – Accurate information in regards to current events. Oh, see, for me, for me, it's kind of like background noise, right? I like because ta- it's mainly podcasts where I get my information from. You know, I listen to NPR, Slate, Huffington Post, uh, Fox News, um, Weekly Standard. I mean, basically, like all different perspectives, all different types of voices, and I try to get it's background noise because for me, I don't care about the details, and I think we've talked about this a little mm. bit before. Trees and forest analogy. I don't care. <laughs> That's right. Like I don't care. I don't care about details. I care about overarching narratives. Like what? What does the side represent? What are they trying to convey to other people? And then wh- how is that being interpreted? So it's like for me, I understand general gists of what's going on mm-hmm. and like the general narrative and the general sense of the different communities out there. But in regards to specific details, it just it, that's in one ear and not the other. I, I don't retain that information because it's not useful to me. Got it. But I um I went through my podcast list because there's only like eight of them. I deleted uh, 
NPR because I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this. I had a feeling. You know, some some hit, some miss. I mean, I've done that too. Like, I subscribed to podcasts because I liked one. It's like, I'm never going to listen yeah. to this podcast again. So, yeah. I deleted, I think, Reply All because I was like, you know what? Unless there's a really great story, I'm not going to listen to this Did either. you listen to any of the other ones? Nope. I only listened to that one that you told me about. It was a two-parter. Did I know. Yeah, I listened to okay. both parts. Okay. Yeah, I listened to both parts. And um, there, I think there was another one. I don't know. I was about to reach for my phone, but we all know what that's what's going to happen after that. And we resist, s- resist. Scroll through Instagram, check out some memes and models, and memes and models. You're going to be talking, and then sound like a jackass because I'm not paying attention, and you're going to be talking just to fill space. Dude, and then- <laughs> it's, it's almost like you know how this goes. <laughs> That is crazy. I've been down this road many times. <laughs> many times. Uh, so the other day, I don't know, have you ever – so I was outside and I was walking around my house. I'm trying to remember exactly why. But I heard a rustling on the side of my house where the hose and there's a bunch of bushes and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, okay, well, we, there are raccoons, chipmunks. There's all sorts of animals that are just all over the place. And I fumbled to get my phone out, turn on the turn on the light. Oh, is it at night? It was at night, so it was totally pitch You black went out. outside because you heard a noise, or you were just outside I was, and I then was you outside, heard... I heard a noise. I was drawn to the noise okay. because it was ongoing. It sounded like something was scratching at the side of the house. Okay. And I thought, well, is that a raccoon or a squirrel or something mm-hmm. like that? And it was... So I went to investigate and... You took on, a picture of it? Flipped on the light. Raised the light. Dude, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Was this like a straight up like possum or something like that or like a black and white tail? No way, dude! And it was because it had, it had heard me a second before as I was getting my phone out, so it had stopped clawing. It had it had turned around. It wasn't pointing its butt at me, yeah. but I, I lifted it up and it was like hunched back, its tail its tail behind it, looking at me, just like caught in the spotlight, just uh-huh. staring at me. I'm like. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm just gonna slowly <laughs> walk away. Like, get the light out of its face and just walk away. Yeah, but because I, yeah, it was. I if it had sprayed, it would like hit off the house. Like, I was close enough for it to, yeah. to be in the in the vicinity <laughs> of having to suffer the consequences. My um, when I was like a little kid, our first dog, our Jake, the bulldog, uh. He got sprayed by a skunk, and my parents had to give him, like, a bath with tomato paste and juice or whatever the yeah, heck the remedy is. Yeah, as well, and it um, stays on forever. I, um, I thought it was, like, a possum because, like, they give you, like, they're scary-looking things. Like, all those – have you seen them before? Okay. Like, we had, we had like, a trash can, like, an empty plastic trash can one time tipped over just, like, in our yard. And, like, a possum just decided to use it as, like, its little house for a little – a few days – so, like, it was just always in there all the oh time, and it was just, like, scary looking. But then um, a couple months ago, I came home at night, and I think I was – I was the same thing. I was, like, outside for some reason. I think I either just got home and pulled in the driveway, or I was, like, walking – no, I was walking my dog. I was coming back, and in my neighbor's front lawn, I saw two skunks, and it – I could see them because they're, they're – porch lights were on just like just enough light to see what was going on and i think they were moving around and then they stopped and the first thing i thought of was uh just like move very <laughs> slowly do not disturb them walk away hey, walk slowly away leave them alone yes leave you alone <laughs> it's as simple as that 
Well, now that you think about, or now now that you mention it, yeah, that was the second time. It was like two weeks ago. I saw probably that same skunk eating bird seed under one of the bird feeders in the middle of the yard at, wow. n- at night. Again, it, it's always coming out at night, and it's surprising because we haven't really normally when we have skunks living around that area, mm-hmm. you can smell it, mm-hmm. right? There because they're getting scared all the time. So yeah. to smell it reeks of skunk every other day. Nothing. I haven't smelled skunk at all. They didn't spray that night. The other night, so. Wow. Dude, but that is, that's probably my biggest nature fear, being outside in the burbs, is getting sprayed by a skunk. That's like, that's, that's, that's danger number one. When I was, um, in the, when I was working at, in Naperville, one morning, we're at this park, this big, huge open park. It's like 7.30 in the morning. It was so awesome. They were, and they're always like geese around, like in the morning, like they were eating some grass or whatever the hell they're doing. And they were coyotes hunting. But it's a dude, it was like straight out of a documentary. And um, you could see the, I think there were two or three coyotes. They were like hunched down and then they were kind of like planning. You could see them when they were running, the way that they move, their coordinated, like attack, the way they move and kind of like weave a little bit. So they were like hunting in a pack. And yeah, there was only, there was only two or three of them, but it was interesting. Yeah, it's not like they both just ran straight. You can see the way they kind of try and move, like, go on the outside and kind of, like, try and move them in. Like, it was really cool. Um, but they didn't – they were unsuccessful. I was extremely disappointed. Yeah. I saw – well, a deer ran through our yard today. Really? That was just really random. It ran south of St. Charles Road, so into the suburbs area, which has got to be weird. Like – I can't imagine those people get deer running through their yards too often on, like, Western and then Uh-oh. further down by Glenwood West and all that, that neighborhood. I would imagine seeing a deer running down the street would be pretty unusual yeah. for them. Uh, I've seen coyotes in our neighborhood a couple – not – it's maybe twice in the entire time that I've ever lived there. Yeah, and probably during night, too. Normally, it's not – Actually, I saw one when I was a kid day. walking to elementary school one time in the morning. Well, it was much more wooded and foresty back then. Uh, it's really built up. Yeah, now by Ben Franklin, there used to be more open field. Now there's like a bunch of dumbass shit. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Animals, <laughs> animals. I, you know, working in a in a basement. I think it was maybe two weeks ago. Now it was a basement where they they hadn't. They tried doing their own drywall work and then just gotten frustrated and given up. (laughs) It was weird because there were portions of the garage or the basement that were in different stages. So you had one where the drywall wasn't even up. Then you had a portion where it was just the drywall up and then a portion where it was pre-filled and and then further up all the way through. They had tried sanding a portion. So it was weird. It was just this random assortment of drywall if ray walked into something like that would he just get like would do you think he'd get real like worked up like what what what, what are they thinking like you got this over here that over there like uh, like you know what i'm saying he he was getting frustrated he he, he manages his frustration beautifully i mean he doesn't curse or anything like that he doesn't freak out but it's you can tell when he's frustrated he's like because he'll he'll say this is ridiculous this is this is insane and so he normally doesn't say that unless he's really Uh uh-huh uh, <laughs> agitated by the frustrated at 
the work, the extra work that he has to do now that they screwed up the work, and so he has to redo mm-hmm. basically everything from all the way down to the foundations. And so, uh, anyway, we're working there, and there's spider webs everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's and uh, he actually had me go throughout the basement and like clean out the spider webs before he started working in, yeah. and and uh, doing some of his work. And I was thinking to myself. Is there like spiders? Don't freak me out. Actually, spiders give me kind of comfort because it means that there are less insects around. Okay. If there's spider, if there's spider webs around, it means that less mosquitoes are likely yeah. to bite me, which is awesome, and I totally support that. But yeah, I mean, you know, if I see a spider on my, I don't freak out or anything like that. And I'm trying to think. There's not really too many animals that freak me out. I don't get in freak- that sense. I get freaked out there's by. Nothing, there's uh, nothing that freaks you out. I get freaked out by scorpions, scorpions, mice and stinging. rats. Oh, stinging, stinging things! Stinging things freak me out. Scorpions. I was thinking wasps. of like stuff that's around this area. Wasps. Uh, they don't freak me out. Mice freak me out. Rats freak me out. Really, mice and rats freak you yeah. out. Yeah, interesting. What, um, what freaks them out? Just they're dirty. Or? Just the way. Well, rats because they're fucking rats. You know what I'm saying? But they freak um, you out. I get a little like. I get oh, I cringe I, I cringe a little bit cockroaches that that's me pretty out. gross yeah. um yeah mice because like they they move so fast they do move and so they can fast. just like crawl all over the it just like it, it's weird because if I see a mouse in a house <laughs> <laughs> that would freak me out more than seeing a mouse like in a forest yeah um okay I don't know why. Uh, and I should say I'm on, high, if I see a mouse, like in a house, I'm on high alert right away. I'm just like, what? Like I get, I, I can't, I remember actually one time, uh, really? several years ago in Chicago when I was living downtown, there was a day where I like just didn't go to work cause my boss was such a fucking idiot and I like couldn't take him. And so I just decided not to go to work that day. And I remember sitting on the couch doing something. It's like 9.30 in the morning. And I see a mouse just kind of walking around. I'm like, oh, fuck. And it sucks because, like, I couldn't go about the rest of my – enjoying the rest of my day of playing hooky knowing there was a mouse in my apartment. So I went out and Mm -hmm. I got, like, a mouse trap. I um, I got a mouse trap and I, like, set it. Uh, and I was like, oh, this will be a good spot, like behind this box. And I moved the box and there he is. And he didn't, oh, and I like, and I, and he looked kind of cute just like sitting there. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> he, and I kind of slowly moved the box back. And then what I did was I set the mouse trap like in front, like in the middle of the hallway, like, oh, he'll just walk into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I put like, I don't know if I put like peanut butter on there or something like that, but I'm just like waiting and yeah. waiting and waiting and waiting. And I go back on my couch, and then to the corner of my eye, I see him again. I'm like, "What the hell?" Completely didn't even go through the trap. And then um, I I grabbed like a plastic container, and I like dropped it on top of him, and then took the lid and slid it underneath. Oh, you were able to get him? Yeah, plastic container. That that takes some and like a plastic container, and then uh, and I slid the top underneath. Yeah. And I carried him outside, and I walked down, like, a block and a half to this alley, and then I let him out, like, right in front of this dumpster, and he just darted away and was gone. Yeah. And I am so happy that happened. 
because I was co- I was so oblivious to what I had purchased from the from like Ace Hardware. Yeah, it was like a circular device, and they walk in, and it said on the box like "no mess." I'm like, oh okay. I didn't know that this is a contraption with fucking blades inside. That when they walk in, the thing. The thing, like, they step on something, and the thing fucking spins around real fast a few times. And I think it's just, like, got fucking blades and, like, chops them up. I did not know this. I did not. I was just, I just saw, like, a, I just saw this, this, um, this mousetrap that's just the thing. They walk in, and it closes, and that's that. And I I just did not, it just did not register in my head. So when he didn't go through the trap, and when I caught him, and then later freed him out into the open, yeah. I was so happy. I felt so bad. I felt so bad that, um, I felt so great, but I felt so bad the about what, what for, could have happened. Yeah, how um, that could have turned out. Dude, the mechanics of just thinking about that, of, of snuffing out another human life in such a grotesque manner, Yeah, that freaks me out. And then I learned there's like that type that's like the sticky thing. It's just like this yes. piece of yeah. paper that's like super sticky. Yep. And I think I remember talking to someone like, oh, so like, how do you, so they're stuck on it. And then like, how, like what, like, how do you get them off? Like, I don't understand. How do you get them off? What happens? And I think, I don't know. You just, they're stuck. I think it's so sticky. They can't come off. So you either just fucking smash their head with a rock or you just toss it outside and they starve or something else eats them. I don't know. But what, like that upset me that kind of was like a yeah. little uh i have a i have a very big problem with that yeah i, I don't disagree which is kind of weird because i mean we say that and that's the kind of thing people make fun of for being soft-hearted wussy type people but i just i can't cruelty to any living thing yeah. aside from insects insects <laughs> dude I was, insects i consider exoskeletons it's funny that, that you mean, say that because i'm a bit i have I'm, no sentience i'm a huge proponent on not killing things like i let insects you know those those centipedes those house centipedes yeah yeah i let those motherfuckers crawl all, all over my wall i don't even give a fuck um they don't bother me i don't bother them i let spiders do their thing yeah, yeah um spiders are fine. and like for example the other day i'm in my car and i i take the visor down and there's a spider there and then i'm like oh, okay so i push it back up because he wants his closed space yeah and i thought to myself oh i gotta remember to try and find him and take him outside my car so he doesn't, like, get a heat stroke and die in my fucking car. Like, that's... Yeah, that's, that, would, that's, that would suck. And another time I was driving in, there was a spider on my windshield as I was pulling out of my parking spot downtown and, and about to drive. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, buddy, hold on tight because we got about 45 minutes until you can safely get off of this car and onto the ground. So I'm hoping that you can... Hold on for it's, a while. It's so funny because as as corny as it sounds, I kind of make up stories in my head of like where they end up. There. Because in imagine they're transported from one land to another land, totally different, yeah. and released into the wild just to continue living. Yeah. However, they're living now in this totally new environment that they would have never experienced otherwise. Well, uh, there was a I was filling up air in my tires, and I noticed on the tread of my tire. There was like this tiny, tiny, tiny little insect that almost looked at the body of like a scorpion kind of with like this weird tail thing going on. Oh, it's like, oh, this is an interesting yeah. looking critter. And I was like, wait a minute. How did you get onto this t- on the very top of my tire? 
And I was like, oh, I know what happened. You were on the driveway. You got on the tire. I don't know how much time you spent from the bottom crawling your way up and around to the top. I'm just like, okay, you're most likely going to die because I don't see you having the ability to like, oh, time for me to get off the tire and go back on the ground. Probably has no idea where he is. He's just crawling around. Yeah. Um, but going back before I, I digressed about the spiders, um, when you say it, when you said, except insects, same thing, like I'm a huge proponent on like not killing things, but there was a fly in my room the other day, like a kind of like a bigger, a little bit of a, a thicker fly Yeah. and it would be, it was on the television and then it would, and then go back on the television and then go back on the television. I know exactly what you're So I took an envelope. I'm like, all right, you know what? I have I don't have any tolerance for this. Smack that 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 dude, and I looked at him and I was like, I don't know if you're dead or just in shock because it was moving or twitching. I don't know, but I thought to my, I, I it was weird because I was like, you know what? I I there is not a single ounce of um, of second thought or forgi- forgiveness that I am directing towards this thing. This was upsetting me, so I took care of the problem, and that's that. And that's that. <laughs> However. Did you feel like you needed to make sure it was dead and not, like, half dead? No. Actually, when I hit it, I was like, I'm going to do this one time. I'm not going to play this game. I'm not trying to kill it. I'm just trying to knock its ass out. Because I I don't know, but I hit another one, and it was, like, down for the count. But it was, like, still moving around, and I could hear its wings kind of moving. So I was like, all right, this dude's about to gain consciousness soon. So I actually scooped him up, and I... Tossed him outside. See, if I get you, you're dead, man. Like, there's no half dead. There's no stunned. Yeah. You're done. Circle of life, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. One and done. But I do feel I can't leave, I can't leave even insect suffering. I can't leave it, like, half dead. It's like, if I'm, if I've decided you're gonna die, like, yeah, it's, it's gonna be total. Like, I'm gonna make it quick, I'm gonna make it painless, it'll be done. But sometimes it just has to be done. Yeah. Flies, I... Have Anything no. with flesh and blood is like, I mean, even a snake or something like that. Oh yeah, for I, sure. Like I would be very, I would not want to kill a snake. Yeah, in um, yeah, at the park district in Naperville. Oh my goodness, so many times I came, I came so close to like killing things. I was like, oh, I'm so happy that I happened to see movement and mm. I didn't chop this motherfucker up. Frogs I, are in our yard all the time. Yeah, like, dude. Shit, I don't. I there was a giant ass bullfrog. I had the weed whacker and oh, I almost, I almost, yeah. I never, luckily to my knowledge, killed anything. But I was like. So many times, I'm just like, oh, thank goodness that I didn't run over this snake. Thank goodness I didn't run over this bullfrog. Thank goodness that I didn't run over this mouse because I would see mice oh, yeah, yeah. running around too. Uh, yeah, I'll literally see one, like a little toad hop. Yeah. I'll literally, I'll be like, hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, man, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, it's beautiful that we get to experience nature so yeah. close. I mean, wild animals. We yeah I don't know I just think that that's cool. I remember um, in college I was like drinking a soda out of like a styrofoam cup. Yeah, and I had finished it and I put it. It's sitting down next to me and I saw like an ant crawling around on it, and so I took the lid off and I was like, "Get in there, buddy! I know you want that sugar water." And so I I let him in. I was finished with the drink. Oh okay. And I I just let it sit there so he can you know get his thirst on. All right. Quenches thirst. Ants are a different story. Ants, I feel very little mercy towards. 
again, I won't make them suffer. I wouldn't put them under, like, a magnifying glass or anything like that. But if there are ants around, I'm, I'm killing y'all. I'm killing y'all, y'all. Well, I'm going to get one of those ant traps where you eat the food and carry it back to the queen and feed her the food. Oh, yeah, and for sure. murder the whole... If you're in my... Like, when you were... Um, when you were... You told some story about, like... Do your do your. Th- I think it was like your neighbors. It's like I don't care. Do what you will do. But when it impedes on my on my, uh, you know, living space yeah. or sense of peace, we're gonna have a problem. Yeah. Same like, thing. Yeah, I don't, don't care don't, what happens, don't but don't fuck with my. If there's wall. like if I'm if there's flies like around or ants, I'm yeah. gonna put, I put down those traps too so that they go back and kill the queen because yeah. like I don't, you can't get rid of them otherwise. No. You can't get rid of them otherwise. And listen, I mean that. That's just survival of the fittest. Yes, I mean, there's not really. Agreed. You know what? We are we are we are dominated by this circle of life, and yeah, we're, we're on top for a reason, man. We get we get the luxury of being able to choose our environment. Ants, they can go live somewhere else. They have plenty of places to live. I wonder what the biggest ant is. Like, I think well. In the mm. in South America and stuff, and in the jungle, they get real fucking big. All those animals are like, I think they, yeah. I think some of those ants are like, fucking, eight inches long. I don't know. Well, they those planet Earth, Earth look pretty are scary. Like really revealing when it comes to how how like how crazy out of proportion insects and animals can get. Oh yeah, you mean like the ratio of insects to humans I mean, or when, animals when, to humans? When you have them uninterrupted by human environment, you just give them perfect living conditions and allow them to evolve as they do. They just get massive. I mean, they become oh like, okay when you get these like giant mosquitoes or whatever these beetles. Yeah, like when dogs. like uh uh what's it called uh Jumanji. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're remaking Jumanji. Are they really? I believe so. I remember when they came out with the... With the Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Are they? No. Is that... Maybe. I, I when they um When they came out with the Jumanji board game after, like, the movie, I was like, who the fuck is going to buy this? Like, the whole point of the Jumanji board game is so you get, su- like, sucked into this world or this world gets unleashed on your world. Like, I you can't... Re- I liked it. Was it? I was it good? It was... Fun for the age range. I yeah, mean, I would never play it today. I think I was like so immersed in that movie. I was like, man, I really wish there was a board game that could do all this shit. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, I, that's that's where I got these ideas for these books when I was young, dude. Oh yeah. I was just like the imagination. You know what? What? What are the possibilities? What can dude? Become? Uh, it's funny how like the genre of books that you wrote. At the time that you wrote them, or any time prior to Game of Thrones, people would probably be like, you'd either be into it or you wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And now, like, that Game of Thrones has come out, everybody loves that shit. Everybody loves... I would say... Yeah. I'd say... I don't know. Maybe I should say it a little bit differently. Everybody loves Game of Game of Thrones. People, Not everybody loves it, that type of genre. People take it seriously now. Yes. People take fantasy genre seriously and know what it is. Because when I said I wrote fantasy books, they'd be like, like what is I that? Remember, I remember in high school... Uh, and, and we... I remember Cooper and I did this also to kind of just get... We knew that you didn't like it, so we did it. When we'd bring it up, like, oh, Ricks, you, Ricks wrote books. 
and like Jenny or whoever would be like, oh, like what, what's it about? And you get all pissed off because you were embarrassed to say what it was about because you knew that like most chances are like probably most people didn't like think it was cool, even though it was like that type of stuff. Um, can I, can I tell you a secret, ma'am? <laughs> a secret that's going to be published. A secret that's going to totally be not secret. Anymore. Yeah. The reason why I did that is because I knew that it was a way to like have other people brag about me without me doing myself. And I really, the only way to perpetuate that cycle was to pretend that I didn't enjoy it. So what <laughs> I totally psychologically manipulated, like, manipulated you guys all those years. Yeah. I, we knew I that you like, didn't like it. So that's why we, that's why we did it. Cause I, well, okay. So I can't, I can't say that's totally true. I think in hindsight, maybe I've colored the memory to yeah. make it more that, but yeah, cause I mean, fantasy is kind of dorky. Well, so I, I, I think part of it was, I didn't want. I personally didn't want to have to explain it. But if other people were going to brag on my behalf that I'd written a book okay. to a girl, like I'm totally. Down I for feel that. the same way. For example, um, in high school, when ne- when we're or when we're out with people, we're, and there's girls around, Neil will bring up, "Yo, this is Victor was wish you dated back in high school," and I'm just like. Now, because it was so long ago, I'm just like, dude, like I, I, I don't like, want to be seen as someone who's like trying to cling on to something. Because mm-hmm. I sometimes forget that. Totally. But at the same time, deep down, I'm like, but then, but then I counter that with like, yo, Neil was everybody's friend. Yeah. And so we kind of play off that real quick. Well, that's like wingman style, right? Yes. It's yeah. like intentional, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so it's like, I don't want to bring it up. I don't mind getting it brought up, but I don't want it to be like the center of a conversation. No, I'd rather it be brought something like that brought up like and acknowledge real quick and then move on to the next thing. Yeah, and it can be like a, a fascinating point of interest yeah. in the conversation, in the in the you know, in the intrigue dance as it goes along. Well that's why the other Victor back in Minnesota, he he just had this sixth sense about him that he was able to like highlight my characteristics in a way that I couldn't have ever mm-hmm. envisioned possible on my own. Neil on the other hand He's a shitty ass. <laughs> but he's he was, a shitty ass wingman. No, dude. No, no. Here's my experience. The like what? two times, the like two times that I had him as a wingman, we go into the bar. He's like, "All right, dude, I'll see you later," and he disappears until the end of the fucking night. Which where one? Give me information. Uh, information. Gosh, this was. Oh man, this was years ago. This, Summer this in had, between college. This, this had to have been college. This was before New York. Uh, I actually remember one time yeah, when the we, three of us went downtown Chicago and we were at some bars, I think, in Wrigleyville. Oh, no, no. This was when we – this was during your uh, – yes. with Victor and Brooks and those guys. We went into a bar and I think you were you were saying something to me like – I can't remember what it was. Okay, so, like, what's the plan? Like, you were getting agitated that we walked into a bar and that we were just hanging out. You're like, okay, what's the plan? No, wait, where's Neil? Wait, Victor, no, what are you doing? Um, no, I mean, Brooks and Victor and, you know, these guys, like, they're not from here. We know, And, like, you were getting all worked up. And I was just like, dude, I don't have a game plan. You're making I'm just, me sound like such an I'm unappealing just, person. I'm to just going to walk around right. the bar. No, that's cool, man. <laughs> That's cool. I hate the bar scene, man. I, I but that was gonna say that's not scene. like your thing um, because I am not like okay. Neil is a perfect example 
of being able to like just set him in any environment and you can take your hands off and he'll just do his thing. I don't think so. What do you mean? I think you set him in social environments and he can do his thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. A social environment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying like he not can just survive in the middle of a forest. Or <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying there are circumstances in which you could put him in like an environment, like bring him to seminary or something like that, and it would be a little more difficult for him to be able to like navigate the, those waters, the, the social dynamics. Yeah, but, but you definitely are not. But I have had moments when I'm hanging out with Neil or other people where I'm just like, "Fuck this! I do not want to be here." I am not in the mood to be just like walking around, like on my on my own. I'll sometimes be in the mood to do that, but I've been in situations for sure where I'm just like, "Yep, okay, totally ready to just go home right now." All right. Well, maybe I can maybe I can ask you this then. When you go to a bar and you're with a bunch of guys and you all sort of split up, what do you do for the course of those three or four hours that you're at that place? Do you just talk to women the entire time? I mean, I'm not like away from. So what I this is what I do when I walk into a bar they, they when just, I'm with friends, just right? I I, I enjoy I enjoy my solitude, and if I'm at a bar, I need to be by myself every so often to just walk around and check things out, or oh, maybe oh, like, oh, or maybe okay. like Let's my scoping out. I there. need to check the place out, or maybe like my buddy will, go, will be like, "Hey, dude, trying to do a frat lap?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm down." Like, just walk around, just check things out, see if there's anyone you know, see if there's any pretty girls around. Yeah. Um, and then what will usually happen is like per, per, with Neil, for example, because now like all my friends from college are married. So that's kind of weird. But with Neil, for example, like I'll we'll be at a bar if we split up, and I come back and I find him. He's always pretty much talking to at least uh, one girl, if not two or three. It's like, hey, yeah. what up, Victor? This is my boy Victor? Been known him since high school. Victor, you know, this is Lily, Alessandra. Uh, you know, this is Ashley. Guys, Victor went out of the country for three months, and he'll just completely <laughs> throw the ball in my, in my side of the court. Um, Victor's family's from Mexico or whatever, or Victor, you know, whatever. Um, but that's usually what happens. Or if I meet someone and talk to them, then, and Neil finds me like, Hey, this is Neil. He's everybody's friend. I'll tr- we'll how try and often, make these How often does this happen? I actually have I not mean, been to a bar. Like a... I have not been to a bar with Neil in a really long time. I just haven't, it just hasn't happened for a while. Okay. Well, in your, in your cumulative experience, was this a common occurrence or was this – would you say that this this would be more likely to happen than not or – This would be more this, likely to happen if I was with Neil. Yeah. If I'm with my friends from college, we're usually in a group. So usually what yeah, always, yeah. Hap- well, usually I mean, what that's, always that's happens is somebody like knows – outside of – when you're in college, you always see people you know at the bar. But yeah. when, I, when you're outside of that environment and you're with your college friends, whether I'm in Broad Ripple or Chicago, usually like friends – of friends will come out and meet up. It's way I don't know how to describe it. Well, um, it's not. Yeah, it's not like I've never had that experience. But usually, I mean, when I'm with my group of friends from college, what my, is the casual and, like? Let's go out to the bar. Like, yes. Usually, when I'm with my friends from college, I'm just happy to be with my friends from college. I'm not trying to meet other people or talk to other people because I just want to spend time with them. If I'm with people that I'm with yeah. on a regular basis or something like that, I don't know. It's just different. It's just it, cha- it depends really also on like my mood. If I'm in the mood to, like, go out and, like, meet people, or if I just want to just chill out and have a couple of drinks. I don't know how anyone could ever be in the mood to meet people. It's <laughs> so weird to me. What do you mean? You mean, like... What do you mean? It's just... It's a task, man. It's a chore. 
Uh, you expend energy. Social capital. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I can under, I understand what you're saying. But, but again, you know, but, a lot of it, but, too, is mindset. And I, but I, I'll I, say I, this. I I'll say this. That sort of stuff. Even when you're not in a bar, if you take the initiative to start a conversation with someone, you'll be surprised at how easy it is to continue that conversation with with a lot of ease. Well, here's the thing is because I have no problems being able to have conversations with people in situations where it's not meant to be the point of the encounter. Like it's not supposed to be a conversation. Whereas you go to a bar and socializing with strangers is kind of a high prioritization in situation. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, where it's where the purpose of going to a bar is to socialize. Yes. And rather than like if people, you're like people are, people are going with the expectation that you're going to be a good socializer, mm-hmm. whereas you can sort of, I don't know, improvise in situations. Like where if you're at your one of your uh, like a church food drive, and you just happen to have a conversation because the center of that event totally. or that environment is a food drive, not like conversing. Yeah, and I I, I, I tend to find those to be where I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking to subvert no, social norms. I got you. I find that that's easier and more comfortable for me it, because, because, it's because more... I, I have an ulterior motive. Because I feel kind of scuzzy if it's like, well, my intent is to ultimately, you know, put the D in the V. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is that the point of the bar scene, man? I mean, not always. <laughs> that's so funny that you said that. It just feels it just feels as though the only reason that I would be talking to a woman in that situation would be because I admire her physically, right? Yeah. It's like so I, I feel kind of because that's not how I want to be portrayed or, or observed or interacted with. I want to be interacted with for me, you know, my my character, not necessarily but, my, yeah. my looks. But maybe that's just me. Maybe maybe I'm being weird. No, I get what you're saying, but it, for I, it's, it's not but, it's not your it's fun. not your thing. It's kind of more like me and Neil. It's also I also enjoy just doing like not like not I'm not okay. I I enjoy holding conversation out of sport, like not like oh how many girls can I sleep with this month? You know, but like, okay, there's a pretty girl. I'm going to go up and talk to her and just play with, have a playful conversation and I'm going to walk away. I'm going to do it again and find somebody else and I'm going to find somebody else. So it's like, I need to make sure my skills are home. I'm, I'm, I'm honing my craft. I'm making sure I know I can do this, but I need to go out there and practice, swing the bat a few times, you know, uh, just make sure I know I still got it. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's totally fair, man. Hey, if you got, got game, man, it's it's like a foreign language. If you don't use it, you lose yes. it. So you, you might as well brush up on it every once in a while. If I you don't no use it, you lose it. about that at all. And I totally – I admire people who Cause you become are at that skill level. You become stronger to... and more skillful when you meet resistance <laughs> in everything that you do. Totally. In everything that you do. Yeah. But it's, I, it's it's fun. It's really interesting when you're having a conversation with someone, usually like a girl, and you know she is just like 
eaten it up, and it's like, oh, this is almost too easy right now. <laughs> I'm almost turned off, but I'm not. See, that's, so. the, that's the thing, too. Now in my post, <laughs> my, my, my post wife life, uh, I, yeah, I feel as though I'm more like, you have to interest me, kind of thing. Yeah. Are you interesting? If you're not interesting, don't, I'm not. I like interesting people. I said all that with the most respect I could towards women. I'm not saying, like, I do that to... And I say this for men or women. You know, I'm not trying to get into... Oh, you like guys? Shut the hell up. No. I'm saying. It's cool. I like interesting people. And it's like... And that's the approach that I like to take, too, is that you're first... I have to see if you're an interesting person. And yeah. It's oh, like, going I'm back. Yeah. Enter, enter going back. For sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For okay. sure. Yeah. When I, if I were to meet, like, for example, okay, here's the biggest difference between myself and, like, uh, and Neil. Uh, Neil will still entertain thoughts. Like, I am not about talking to some, like, ratchet hoe for the <laughs> sake of talking to some ratchet hoe. Like, if I'm talking to you, it's because I think you're very pretty and I genuinely find you interesting. And I and I would and um, and I would go out on a date with you, whether or not uh, you have a boyfriend, or that actually happens, or that come or whatever. Like that's the that's what I'm thinking if I'm talking to someone because you're pretty. I am genuinely interested in talking to you. Yeah. Maybe something happens. Maybe something doesn't. But like I'll walk up sometimes and like, hey, dude, hey, this is uh, you know Alessandra, Lillian, so and so. I'm just like, okay. Your thong's hanging out of your butt. You got way too much fucking makeup on your face, and I know that is not your natural hair color. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's like just like you over bleached your hair, so to, you know, something yeah, like that. There's a like too far, like where they don't. I definitely care. don't ever want my daughter to dress like you, you, or you. Uh, that outfit looked like it was on sale at Spencer's. That necklace is plastic. And I just don't like the way you're looking at me. Not to mention, you have way too much fucking eyeshadow on. I almost mistook you for a raccoon. I am walking away now. <laughs> you know? You know what like, image I'm envisioning in my head right now? Is that you're describing this scene. You're, like, driving a bus, like, describing the scene. But you took Neil and threw him in front of the bus. <laughs> and drove, drove over him, backed up a little bit, drove over him again. And uh, <laughs> I've just been in my head just watching. Yes, these are the type of women Thoughts, Neil bro. associates with. Yeah. I'm not about them. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts? I'm not said. about them hoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what a thought is? Uh, yes. Do you know Nikita, what that... Nikita. Nikita oh, actually that's told right. what Did that you, was. You know what the acronym what stands for? Yeah, yeah. I know what it is now. Yeah, that hottie over there. But it's just like another word for just like a ratchet hoe. Almost. Kind <laughs> ratchet of. Ratchet hoe. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Um, just like... Just Google it. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Yeah. 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 yeah and see, that, and that's, that's part of the reason why I can never go out with Neil. Is that I feel as though... It's just sport for sport's sake. It's like you're in a safari and go catch as many animals as you can. Yeah. I suffer on analogies. It's quality so, over yeah. quantity over here for me. <laughs> yeah. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Qual yeah, over quan, as Taylor qual Sage qual. as Taylor Sage used oh to say God. in high school when we did, when we'd buy weed. You're qual over quan, man. Qual over quan. That's such a By quality over quantity. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's such a high school thing to say. Qual over Quan, man. Qual over Quan. Oh my goodness. Well, I think we'll leave people with that. Do you have anything else to add at oh, all? Oh man, this was this was lively. I enjoyed it. It was. It feels like now this is like a little bit on the shorter end. Running up on about 45, 46 it does, but minutes it feels now. Like not too much time passed. Qual over Quan. Qual over Quan.